0: to another episode of the Sideline Junkies Podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to follow and like the Sideline Junkies Podcast on social media. Links for those social media accounts can be found in the description of this video. Now let's take you to your hosts, Matt Turner and Todd Polston.
1: Welcome to episode 15 of the Sideline Junkies Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my partner, Todd Polston. I am Matt Turner. And today we have a special guest, uh, Mr. Brandon Parsons. Um, I will, I don't feel like any introduction I can do would do you justice from <laughs> everything Todd's told me. You're, you're kind of a living legend, is what I'm uh, saying. you in that kind of regard. So I'll let you kind of introduce yourself.
0: Well, uh, I'm Brandon Parsons, as you said, uh, from Campbellsville, Kentucky. I uh, played golf at Taylor County High School, and I've been caddying uh, since 2008 on the PJ Tour for J.B. Holmes. Um, I've caddied for JB full-time. I've also caddied for, in just a few events, Josh Teeter, and was fortunate enough to caddie for Justin Thomas in his final stage of Q School before he went on to uh, play on the web and, and then, as you know, later become quite an extraordinary golfer on the PJ Tour.
2: That's awesome. I did not know that. That's a great little tidbit yeah, that didn't... started the show.
1: That's pretty cool. I didn't know that.
2: Yeah.
1: So... Um... Brandon, I don't know if you know, but we, we usually start the show with a a Tiger Woods stand of the day, considering
0: a Tiger Woods stand of the day.
1: That's that's, that's what we start with. Todd said that was the make or break if we were gonna even do a podcast. He said if we're gonna put <laughs> one together, I have to have that segment. So <laughs> I, I I agreed. But today he wanted to change it. So Todd, okay. share it with everybody. Well, I thought it was only, you know,
2: fitting since we got Brandon on to maybe do some type of caddy golfer you know, a JB stat, you know, it's kind of okay. what, you know, I just feel like that's probably the right thing to do here. So I did a little research last night. All right. There's one, there one that actually caught my, you know, attention. I didn't know this was an actual, I didn't know this happened. But, on, of course, I knew he played varsity and, um, sorry, I got a phone call. I know, he, uh, I know he played varsity as a third grader.
0: That's right.
2: I heard that. Okay. But I also didn't know this. He was the fastest golfer. To reach a million dollars with his win at the FBR Open,
0: he was in 2000, and uh, is that sixth? I, I think so, from what yeah. I read. Yeah, I think so. so. I didn't,
2: you know, I didn't know that. I thought that was a pretty cool. Um, he was. He'd only been five starts that's in.
0: That's right. That's right. Oh. It's pretty extraordinary. He's had an extraordinary career, and it's been great yes. to be uh, a part of that. You know. Uh, and that's what
2: I, you know. I was actually going to follow it up because I actually was going to ask this question when you, when you began with it, but had, have you ever missed one of his tournaments as a caddy? Have you done every tournament he's done professionally?
0: No, no, no. I, um, you know, he had his first season on tour. I, I think that was 2006 if I'm not misspeaking, but, um, I didn't start caddying full time until 2008. Okay. So he actually started with a, with a caddy that had uh, quite a bit experience his name is uh, Mike Carrick is who he began with. And then I think he had, um, you know, another caddy after that. And then me and t- started in 2008 is when I began. Gotcha. So then along the way through 2008 uh, to present, there, there's been just a couple of events, just life events that happen, you know, um, funerals and things like that. So right. uh, it's tough to miss miss events. and I haven't had to do it often, but I have missed a couple of tournaments. So,
2: I think I'm right, but 2008, if I'm not mistaken, that's the year he beat Phil in the playoff, right, the FBR?
0: I got to be there the for that. First year? Correct. Yes. Correct. And he
2: started He started with a three-shot lead, didn't he? Didn't JB have a three-shot lead starting? and had a birdie 18, right?
0: That's correct, yeah. He birdied, he birdied 18 in the regulation play and then birdied again uh, with uh, Phil Mickelson.
2: Well, I was going to say, I think that drive he hit on the first playoff hole is – pretty iconic I think the one over the pond that went I think like 346 or 350 or something like that and he I'm pretty sure he hit a wedge to you know to, to end that but you know I'm sure that was a pretty cool moment I remember uh you know I remember uh them chronicling you know the tater County thing and you know right. you all being together and it was a that was a pretty cool day for uh you know just I don't know for you all but for the hometown as well. I'm sure everybody was watching. I know I was. So, especially to beat Phil.
0: Um, on on actually both shots. So he just had a sixty degree wedge into the hole. So you're talking about quite a big drive. There's a plate there actually. Um, some people that have played the course from here, you know, have gotten to see the seat plate, and that's pretty cool. It's got his name right there on the plate. That is cool. In the fairway, a TPC. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. So, for someone like me, I I don't really know the dynamic of uh, you and uh, yours and JB's uh, relationship. How long have y'all known each other your whole lives?
0: Well, yeah, we played on a, a t-ball team together, the Rangers, um, growing up. So, you know, at that time, we didn't really, you know, that's not where I guess our friendship began, but we were on the team together. And then we started playing golf together. I transferred schools from Campbellsville to Taylor County. My dad was the coach. So I did that in fifth grade, and I'm a year ahead of him. So he played in third grade um, and then again in fourth grade. So he was in fourth, I was in fifth, and we just started playing golf. That's when we began playing golf together. Okay. So since then, I mean, that's quite a long time. I'm 38 now. So (laughs) uh, we've been friends for that long, you know.
1: So when y'all are out on the course, are you all able to – do you all kind of go back and forth as friends or is it more of a business kind of I'm the I'm a golfer, you're a caddy? Like is it that kind of relationship or do you all are you all able to speak to each other in a friendly manner?
0: Well, I think that I think that, you know, we're speaking to each other in a friendly manner, but we both have do a good job understanding, you know, what the job is and, and ultimately you know, we want him to feel good and to be able to play his best. And and you know how you have different days. So, some days your needs may be different than other days. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, we just let – you know, see what the day holds and just try to do a good job. Um, really just putting our best foot forward. Um, it's a business relationship, but, you know, we're, we're speaking to each other as friends also.
1: Okay.
0: I mean, ultimately, in that relationship, you got – if somebody's asking for you for your advice, you just they just want your honest opinion, right? Mm-hmm, right. So you gotta you gotta trust the guy both ways. I've gotta trust him when I give my honest opinion, you know, and he trusts that that that's what I'm doing. So right or wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well,
2: I guess uh, you know, my first question I was gonna I don't know we've already had a few, but I guess what's the upcoming schedule gonna be um, like for you guys?
0: You know, I was just looking at that, and I know everybody was watching to see how it was going this week. Obviously, the Charles Schwab. Uh, I talked to a couple guys that that were there, and it sounded like it went really, yeah. really well. Everybody was glad to be back. I think the, the weird part was not having any fans. A lot of these guys uh, grew up playing junior golf, uh, college golf. And for some of them, that wasn't that long ago. So I think it, you know, it was reminiscent of that for them. I think the event went well. I think that the TV ratings were great. I don't know if you guys watched. Um, I did yeah oh, days. Had, uh, you know several of the top 15 players in the world were there which is huge that's what title sponsors yeah. want yep. so that happened and um, going forward it looks like that this week they're going to play in Hilton Head I assume that that will go well also um, next week um, JB's been talking to me about maybe playing the Travelers next week potentially and then the following week after that is um, in Detroit the 3M which is a yeah. good golf course for him but given the situation of current affairs, you know, I don't I don't know if uh, – I don't think we'll be traveling necessarily to Detroit, but not for sure.
2: Yeah. Well, I saw where well, they did say they were going to have it, though, right? Didn't they, they announce it? Or?
0: Yes, sir. As far as I know, yes. Yeah. They, they did announce they're going to have it. And then um, going forward, I was just running through the schedule. It looks like uh, they're going to have the World Golf event in Memphis. And then – We've got two weeks. I think will be cool at Mirrorfield Village, which is great because that's not too far up the road uh, from here. I think Mirrorfield is planning on having some fans. I think they said at eight thousand, so yeah. that's gonna be limited, limited. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But uh, that's a that's a really cool place, you know, uh, Mirrorfield Village, and would probably be one of my favorite places to travel to. I like it because it, you know we can drive there. Uh, yes. We're familiar with the grass, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. when you're playing golf, you know. It, we just, that's the kind of grass we grew up on. So we're used to chipping out of it. And um, just the culture there, you know, small community, Dublin. Um, it's just one of my favorites. And then another favorite would be North Carolina, Quail Hollow, which is beautiful. The way they edge with the pine needles, um, the way yeah. they here, It's very reminiscent with the white bunkers, uh, the white sand. They're using the same sand as Augusta. It's, it's different style, of course, than Augusta, but uh, aesthetically a lot like Augusta, Georgia, you know?
2: Right. I guess I, I got to follow up to that. I guess when you all go to the Memorial, do you get to, um, do you get to interact with Jack any at the tournament other than the, you know, if you're there in the final day, is there like a dinner or do y'all get to see him
0: um, at that tournament? I, personally, I think the players do interact with Jack. Okay. And, um, I have not had other than just a handshake and, and thank you, Mr. Nicholas. I've not had uh, really interactions with, uh, with jack but that would be that would be fantastic just to be able to talk it's pretty along. cool you get to
2: shake his hand though too though
0: yes sir yeah <laughs> it, it is
2: that is awesome
1: um you got anything turner or you may keep going well i was just curious you know i and and i told todd this uh thursday one of my favorite parts of you know the the whole opening round was ricky fowler um Miked up with his caddy, and you could—you just got to hear that kind of relationship going back and forth. You know, when he, he took the one right off the tee and uh, sure. thought it was OB, hit the provisional, and that whole sequence. Would would that be something that you and JB would be interested in doing if they offered that opportunity? Would you all mic up?
0: I mean, I don't think we would want to do it four days in a row. And mm-hmm. I don't think we would want to do it every week. But I think that if he if JB is up to it, ultimately that would be his decision and what he wants to do. But um I mean potentially would would give that a try. I think did Ricky only do it one day, is that right?
1: I think he did it. I know he did it Thursday.
0: It, for okay. sure. I think
2: it was either one or two days max, I think. Maybe yeah. It,
0: yeah, think. something something like that. And again, I don't think I'm gonna do it every week, you know. I mean right. imagine imagine if uh maybe in a situation if you're mic'd up every day. Uh, and you're stuck in traffic, running late or something like that. <laughs> no, like, um,
2: no, I agree. You know, I agree. Yeah. I, I I think about the thing about you know just me personally because I'm I'm weird about stuff like this. Like when I play golf,
0: sure. if I'm playing
2: long sleeves, I feel weird. I feel you know tight. I feel like I can't swing. I could imagine yeah. having maybe like a little wireless box or whatever to my belt. You know, just something like that. I feel like would bother me okay. if you had to wear that during a round.
1: Yeah, and I or think the
2: if the cameras are pretty up,
1: close to you, so that? they could pick up stuff. They, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. The boom mics already pick up quite a bit of inf- You know, right? You've got but, to watch out when uh, maybe those mics are around. Um, yeah, Brooks
1: Brooks Koepka wasn't <laughs> mic'd up, and you can hear his.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I mean, that's that's what it's like. So if they if they're gonna mic everybody up, you know.
2: Yeah. Uh, but, see, I, you know, I love that, though, man. I love that where you get to hear – you don't have to be mic'd up, but I love to hear, you know, just the – because it's like me when I'm playing golf, I get frustrated. You know, you get to see a pro that, you know, how good they are. And, you know, they mess up too kind of thing, you know, and they're human like everybody else. So, I think that's – I always think that's pretty cool, man.
0: I think that you got to understand that the frustration with – golf is seldom going to go away even at that level if, right. if more so it's more frustrating at that level because they know with they know they can execute the shot they're trying to execute but the shot yeah. they're trying to execute the margin for error is much smaller than what you know we're trying to do when we're out playing right so when they, you know it's the same frustration if they don't execute or they get a bad bounce and then they're doing it for their livelihood also right yeah. so yeah That's what
2: it is. um I guess I want to follow because I, you know, how close were you to? I, I think if I remember correctly, did did you try to get your tour card? I, at one
0: I went to Q School uh, a couple times, and I don't feel like I was ever really close because, um, you know, I, I play golf with some guys that uh, caddy on tour. I stay with some guys, and uh, Damon Green, who caddy for Zach Johnson, he missed he missed getting his tour card by one shot in final stage. So, to me, that is close mm-hmm. right and How'd you get he's a really good player. I was not even within one shot in the first stage, so there's three stages so I, and for those people that maybe don't know what this is like, so the way the way you try to get your tour card and now they have it set up where you go to web com first so they have now they have a pre-qualifier. then they have a first stage, second stage, and third stage, and you pay five thousand fifty five hundred five thousand dollars i don't know what the current fee is just to go to the pre-qualifier and makes wow. less, which is which wow. is the mini golf tournament so it's like all cool. of us sign up you pay your five grand i pay my five grand and we sign up and we pick a site and they have at first they have maybe 20 sites to choose from and then they have eight at each site they have a four-day golf tournament and they wow. take they take 15 guys maybe 20 guys whatever percent of the field and that advances so you're talking about from the get-go you're financing your own hotel rooms uh your your tournament entry fee and if you don't you could do that you could miss you can miss the pre qualifier by one shot and you're done and, and they don't have another one until next year. So now you've got a year of figuring out where income's gonna come from. Does that make sense? yeah, so that's, the yeah. that's, that's uh, crazy. These guys have definitely earned the right, you know, to be out there and, and they've put it all on the line, you know, and so I've mass respect for somebody that um has gotten through stages of Q school and um Play golf for a living because it's a yeah. it's a tough life for sure.
2: Yeah, I mean you hear stories all the time about guys that win their first you know event or whatever, and <clears throat> they may be 37, 38 you know whatever it is, <clears throat> and what they've been through you know just to get there, where they've you know not made it, barely, almost made it, and then finally yes. got in, and you know it's it's crazy, man, all the stories you hear.
0: Yeah, there's just I'm
2: sure there's millions of of great golfers. You know what I'm getting at? I'm, there's a huge field of top level golfers.
0: That's right. I mean, look at Daniel Berger just won this tournament, right? And <clears throat> I don't know statistically how long it's been since he won. He is a great player. He's a phenomenal right. athlete and he just, you know, the ball's not going in the hole or or you know, I don't, I don't know in his case what was going on, but it sounds like he's been working hard at it and he and he knows how close how fine of a line it is and for him to win, you could just see it in his face in the interview, you know, the gratitude and um he was just so happy, and I'm happy. I'm happy for guys like that, you know.
2: Yeah, no doubt, no doubt.
1: Todd, you had we a got couple, anything? Kirk? No, yeah. I was like, you had a couple more, didn't you?
2: I do, but I do know if you wanted. To. No, I'll, I'll, I'll pick my spots. <laughs> um, I guess I have. One, I have another. One. I didn't have this one on here, but I wanted to ask this: Who is um, who's the best player you guys have been? You know, I don't know if you've been Group with Tiger or whatever, but who's the best player that you guys have? That well, you've personally seen and you know, kind of what's the difference between those guys and other guys? That makes sense what I'm asking there, you know.
0: Sure. Um, but I get you know, we've been paired with Tiger Woods a few times. So um, you know, JB played against him in two thousand again, it was my first year, so it was a lot, but in I forgot the match, they it, the match play. Match play. You no, know, yes. And then and then just most recently after he's won Tiger's just won the Masters, and we played with him um, at Tory Pines. That's right. When his ball – if you go back and watch the video, I think it's on YouTube, when Tiger's ball on the second hole goes in the hole. Do you know the shot?
2: Yes. Went all the way down, ball. come back out.
0: You go back and watch. I'm standing right behind <laughs> him, and I'm raking a bunker. You can see me in the video. I mean, we're right, right. there, which is really That's cool, right. you know, because, like, again, I'm from Campbellsville, Kentucky. I play golf at Campbellsville Country Club. And you and I'm right there at Torrey Pines when when Tiger holds that shot and it bounces right. out of the hole. So
2: yeah, that is awesome.
0: Um yeah, just moments like that. You know, John Rahm, we play with him. Um, he's a phenomenal player. I'm trying to think ball striking wise, I mean, JB is a really great ball striker.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, he is.
0: So I mean, I I get to watch that up close um so often that for somebody to, to strike it better than him. They've really got to stand out. Dustin Johnson, we've been paired with him. I've seen him hit some amazing shots. Wonderful ball striker. Great driver of the golf ball. Um, I don't know, man. There's just some shots that kind of stand out. under, And it's mostly... I would say the difference is it's circumstantial or guys that are able to In golf, at that level. I don't think it's how good is your good. Because everybody's good it is really good. Right. It, right. How, how good is your bad? And <laughs> how good can you hit this under these circumstances under this amount of pressure, if that makes sense. So I'll give you a price. Right. We're at, at the Rau, uh, final hole. Um, it's, I don't remember exactly the carry. Mm-hmm. It's something like 300 and let's say 10 yards, 15 yards to carry. And and it's more left on 18 at this American flag by the clubhouse, but you can thread it down the right. JB sets up and just threads this in this fairway. It's like 15 yards, 20 yards wide. <laughs> And I'm thinking, like, you know, that's our advantage. Dustin steps up. It's misting just a touch of rain and the wind slightly in. And he hits it straight at this American flag. And I start kind of walking off the tee box thinking, like, <clears throat> that's in the water, you know. Right. So we may win this golf tournament. And he picks his tee up and, like, hops, you know. <laughs>
2: like,
0: like somebody, you know what I'm saying. Like, when somebody walks, if they just throw <laughs> well, yeah. or whatever. He yeah. hops, and I, like, stop. I'm, like, he thinks he's hit it over, over this water. And he covered it by, like – 30 yards. <laughs> well, I mean, there that, under the circumstances to win a golf tournament, that tee shot. And he just steps up and just hammers it. So whatever you call that, I think that's the difference. Like just yeah. fearless and just rips it, you know? Um, same with Tiger Woods. When you go back and watch the highlight videos, don't you agree? Like some of the shots that you've seen him hit, you're like how under those circumstances, he steps up and hits that shot, you know?
2: Yeah, no doubt. You know, it's really
0: cool it. when you get, when you get to be there and, uh, you understand, like, what they're trying to execute. You're right. standing right there watching, and then when they ex you're like, wow, that was really good, <laughs> you know.
2: Yeah. And, I, it's, you know, I was going to say, like, I went to watch by hall that year, Rory won. <clears throat> and when you're on the range, man, you can just, you know, like Rory and Tiger, you know, I got to see all of them on the range at one time. To me, though, it, it sounds so much different sometimes when they're hitting balls than somebody else did, if that makes sense, what I'm saying.
0: It does. If you stand there and listen, like if you're standing close enough too, you can feel the difference in your feet sometimes when these guys, when the clubs make an impact with the ground. So like, you know, (laughs) you've got to be be within probably three steps, but that's really cool too. The compression that you're hearing with a driver. And it's cool that you could hear that because I've talked to other people and they're not, I don't know if they don't pick up on it or, or they're not paying attention, but you're talking about air compressing between the face, the club face and the golf ball. And that's a different level you know, that pop it makes. And you're talking about, you know, ball speeds with a driver, you know, above 175 touching somewhere around 180. These guys are pumping it, you know. They're not swinging when they're doing that. I know they're keeping it in play, but they're really not swinging like 60%, 70%. And they do sometimes, but sometimes, I mean, everything in the game is a contest. It's a driving contest. You hit it to the closest hole contest, and it's a putting contest. When you have a bunker shot, it's a bunker contest. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the game is built on. Isn't that when you play golf, that's what you're doing, right?
2: Yeah. Good point.
0: Never, I never right.
2: thought of that way, but you're right. You're exactly
0: Everything right. is a contest. So yeah. ultimately, they do it over four days to make it a mental contest,
2: right?
0: So who can hold their stuff together? Who can you go to sleep on a couple shot lead or one that da- whatever the situation is, and control your breathing and wake up the next day and do it again. So it's, right a pretty cool game. Fortress at times.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Guarantee <laughs> it. Um, I know me and Turner talked about this the other day before we talked about bringing you on was, you know, how cool was – I know it didn't end the way you all wanted to, but how cool was that run, you know, at the Open with the lead and how good JB – how cool was that? And I think he had led the U.S. Open one year, too, correct? For yeah. two or three days or two days or something during yeah. the last day. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. The the U.S. Open maybe you're talking about was at uh, in the one in Washington.
2: Yeah, I maybe? think so.
0: Yeah, that's right. That golf course was uh, very difficult. Very difficult to Brutal. walk. Yeah, yeah, like I think Henrik Stenson's caddy, Lordy, fell and broke his wrist. You know. Wow. That just doesn't <laughs> happen. You know what yeah. I mean?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. The British Open. Yeah, that, it, that, that ultimately that's what you're trying to do at a major. Yeah. So maybe think of it like you have – well, you have a major. You're, co- you're coaching um Taylor County High School golf. So your major would be the state championship, right?
2: Right. Um,
0: along the way you have some um, – what would be maybe a second major for you, you think, in the season? Maybe the KIT?
2: Then probably now they got that KGCA All-State tournament, which is trying to rival – the K just the State Tournament, so that would probably be the next, you know, biggest one now besides the K KIT
0: and the so, State Tournament. All the tournaments that you're doing, you have your practices, which really don't replicate any sort of pressure, right? Like right. it's very hard to have practice and replicate that kind of pressure. But you can go and have these tournaments where you have the tee times, you try to get there ahead of time, and you go through the whole process, and then you have a tournament, and it's quiet, you know, like the the whole thing is is a just like what your major or the state championship is going to be. And I think it's the same at this level. I think you've got the PJ tour and what you can see is that the, the tour may be started as each state had an open championship for, for guys back in the forties, fifties to make some money, to be able to play year round, to practice for the PJ championship, um, the U S open or the, or the, you know, now the British open. Right. So you got that along the way, but that's your major. That's the tournament you're trying to get ready for, or the state tournament. So everything else is like a process to see, okay what what do I need to work on, or um, how do I get ready to play my best? And then you go to these you go to these majors and you just try to execute the thing, the the plan that works best for you, right? Right. So.
2: And I know that's got to be. I know that's tough because it's like you know. I hear a lot of people say you know you got to everything's kind of kind of click for those four days because you can prepare and, and be playing as good as you want the week before. But you know how – I mean, we all know how it is. You can go out one day and shoot 72 and then go out there and shoot, you know, 80. Right. Feeling great about your game, you know. And that's right. what's crazy to me with the pros, man, is how good, you know, they are for four days of golf. Because I remember – I know when I played four days of golf, it's never great. <laughs> but I'm not a pro either. I'm just saying, you know, right. I, it's crazy to me how good they can be consistently – you know, for four days, but you watch a guy go shoot 62 and then go shoot 72 and still hit the ball just as good. They're just not making putts. Right.
0: That's what,
2: for me, is so crazy about golf. That is. It blows my mind.
0: So many games within the game. Yeah, yeah you're
2: right. That's a, That was a great point you said earlier. I never really thought of it that way, but it, it's so true. You yeah, know, you're kind of just every, everything's a competition or, a, you know, every shot is. So, yeah, that's a great point. Never thought of it that way.
0: Thanks. Um, but yeah, being at, at, at the opening ultimately that's what we're trying to do so we've been working on all these tournaments along the way for years and years and years and you know you're learning and um our plan we were executing the plan and so um you just want to get back there and I feel like we've learned exactly what to do and you're trying to get back there as possible and get back in that situation because also I think a part of it is getting comfortable being uncomfortable if that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah so like you got to get up in that situation so that you're like oh this is what this feels like and it's awesome and you you know you've got chemicals pumping through your body adrenaline and dopamine (laughs) it's just you know (laughs) such a feeling such a high and you can run through a wall you know especially when a putt goes in but then from a player standpoint I think that's where they have to focus on their breathing and really focus on being present which is you know high level stuff to be working on but um, yeah that's that's ultimately what what we're trying to do so, I think that uh, being paired with Shane Lowry on Saturday that was so cool. He yeah. it's his hometown, and he was embracing it. You know, he came down, it was every hole for him was kind of like a parade, everybody yelling, Shane, Shane. And you know, to start the day, we're getting ready to go to the tee. He comes down to the putting green, which is right beside the tee, and he comes down the stairs with his arms up. You know, <laughs> like, this guy, he's got you know, he's gonna have fun. This ought to be fun yeah. to watch, and he played really good. He missed uh, three or four putts, and I'll have to go back and look. Tell me if this sounds right, but I think he shot a 60, 64? or yeah. 64. I think that's right. And he missed for sure on, I think, the seventh hole par five, missed a three-foot putt to <laughs> shoot 63. And on the last yeah. hole left it like two inches short, short 52 on a Saturday where he's leading the open. I mean, the guy played – I mean, that's just unreal. So, it was special to be there, to be close to him. And I didn't talk to him much, but just a couple of times when I did talk to him, he was like, how cool is this? How awesome? Yeah. He seemed
2: like a cool dude, man. He seemed like one of those just laid back, you know, have a little fun. And it was cool to watch that. I mean, it was.
0: Yeah, I think – I, he may still be celebrating uh, <laughs> for a week straight. It, I mean, they just celebrated just nonstop. So, good for him. <laughs> that's How long would you celebrate if you won the Open? Or the uh, best of my life.
2: life. Here's, oh, yeah. Here, yeah, I mean, there's no doubt about it. I'd
0: probably just quit. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: that's cool, though. I mean, you know, especially when, like like you said, though, being in your home, you know, country, town, what do you know, all that stuff, and. That is cool man that's yeah and then, I'm just like you said I'm sure it was cool to get to watch it too, I mean even though you didn't win but it's still you're still pulling for a guy like that, no matter what you know I would be too, so right right, it's cool um,
0: yeah, I mean that story doesn't happen that often where he's on his home from his home territory, playing in front of those people, and he just right. he just he just embraced it, you know, yeah, and yeah, played great, <laughs> just let it motivate yeah. him, and he's a great player anyway, right
2: mm-hmm. right, oh yeah, no doubt um. I also wanted to ask, too, because, you know, I had a lot to do. I played for your dad in high school, and, you know, we have, you know, the big daddy Cardinal Classic every year, you know, in honor and all that good stuff. And, you know, he meant a lot to me, man. He was great, great guy. I know a lot of people appreciate him. You know, just can you touch base, you know, just how cool it is now that you're getting to kind of live out, you know, your dream. I'm sure he loved every bit of this. You getting a caddy and, you know, all that stuff. And just how cool that, you know, that yeah. is for you.
0: It's very cool. I think he uh, just did a great job. I think it started with tennis. You know, he had a lot of people come through playing tennis for him. And his thing was, he if somebody was interested, he he didn't want to cut them from the team.
1: Right. right?
0: So, you know, they were there at practices. Whenever possible, he would work them into a match. He also wanted to win. and. Right. I think he figured out that you could you could take athletes and you could show them these games and they could figure it out pretty quick. So he started with tennis and then, as he found golf, I, you know, um, right around the time that JB started playing, I mean that was his first or second year coaching the golf team, and it, he just I think uh, employed the same mindset. Like if somebody's interested, I'm gonna do everything I can to not turn them away, and. He started a team. So, in those, in those days, we only played matches. We weren't invited to KIT or anything. And we That's played- how it was with us, too. Right. We played every match with Campbellsville and, and whoever else, home and away. And, you know, guys were shooting at that time. Uh, there were a couple of guys that could shoot in the 30s. Uh, some guys were shooting in the 50s. When I started playing in fifth grade, I, you know, I've got scores where I might shoot 55, 60. I think one day um, – I shot 75 on nine holes at, at Green County. You know, I couldn't get over <laughs> I didn't know the rules really and I couldn't get over this uh this creek and I just kept pumping balls into this creek. But um <laughs> but he just yeah so motivation and transportation. Um he figured out he, he wanted just the scenario if you remember and uh he just wanted to be classy. We had golf tees, we had golf balls that said Taylor County High School. Yeah, um, we had shirts that matched. And just little things like that, and then you know we traveled to events in in vans, Morris Homes. And in in those days when I started, we drive one van, and my dad had a van. And uh, you know my dad had a his a uh, what CDL license for driving a bus. And He did that with the tennis team. He had he would drive like the small bus. But when he did golf, we just traveled in the van. I think just right. more convenient or whatever. So that was how he. That was kind of how he started. And the team started as we started to get better we got invited to some invitational tournaments and then performing well and eventually winning those invitational tournaments on Saturdays led to the scenario where we only played the matches that we wanted to play really, you know, right. um, most of the time we just do practice, which was play nine holes. That was mostly how we practiced. Uh, it was great growing up at Campbell's country club. We get to have carts. So, you know, we have memories of playing 36, 54, 72 holes daily right we play 18 holes get a burger at the at the shop right and then play at least another 18 we could play john and i could play at nine close to nine o'clock we could tee off and have the front nine done in 30 minutes Just zip right through you know each of us had our own go to your ball no practice swings hit it and get it and if nobody's we get them all in so uh yeah, it was – he cool. he would be very happy with how things have turned out. Uh, you know, you're carrying the torch. I don't think he would – I wish he could have seen that uh, Taylor County won the state championship once. Yeah. It's unbelievable that you've won twice. Yeah. Because that was – that was our holy grail. That was what we were trying to do. And it – you know, ultimately, it seems like we did. We, just, yeah. we didn't get the whole – we didn't get the – you know, win the, the trophy. But Taylor County did win the state championship, and it all comes from you're talking about a team that on nine holes, you had five guys. Like, you almost couldn't have enough to play. And then fast forward to, was it, 2020? So 25 years later, you've won the state championship twice?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, man.
0: That's unbelievable.
2: Yeah. You know, I I tried to tell the kids last year, man. I said, I don't think you all understand that, you know, y'all have been so good, you know, Cooper and all them for five, six years now. I just don't think they realize, because they've won and been so good, like, kind of how Taylor County sports have always been. Like, this don't just happen at Taylor. Like, you don't just win state championships all the time. Like, it never happens. Obviously, it's only happened three times in the school's history with a bowling and two, or maybe two bowling and two, you know, golf now. But I just, you know, I think they're so used to being so good that they didn't realize, you know, kind of like like when I played, man. We went to state one year, my junior year. You know, Drew Hay shot 67 at Russell County to win the region, and we got to go to state. I mean, I played for five years. We got to go one time. And, like, Luke and them has been there for, you know, five, six, however many years in a row now. So, I mean, I just, you know, I, I just don't want them to take it for granted because I know how cool it is to even get to play in a state tournament and then to win it. I mean, that's just something, you know, I hope they never
0: forget, you know, down the road. So it's also kind of cool. I I, I agree with you 100%, but also kind of cool, like what them doing that, how that changes the language and how that changes the belief. The expectation isn't now, are we going to make it to the state tournament? And that's used, that was how we talked.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I know. Let's make it
0: to state. And now that doesn't even, nobody's talking about that.
2: No, they don't – now the kids are all about, we're the favorite. Yeah. We're going to win it. You Man, know.
0: Right. So, that's, yeah. that's really cool to have watched yeah. that happen here um, in a small town like Campbellsville. Yeah. Um, I've seen – I think another thing that, that kind of happens, I think it could happen more, um, Matt Killen is a really good friend of mine, and he's got a golf – he's got a small golf clinic going on um, in Nashville, and he talked to me about the concept of each one, teach one. So he's got the older kids that are being successful that have um, John Augustine, great player, mm-hmm. runner-up the USM. He's going to play in the Masters coming up as, as an amateur. He played at uh, Vanderbilt. So obviously that's what somebody could accomplish, but he has him still come and hit balls and play right. with these younger kids and talk yeah. to them about golf, and they can ask him questions. And so, again, Matt's concept is each one, teach one. He's like, look what could happen if they have access. I mean, he's a star in these kids' eyes, right? Yeah, no doubt. He's already a professional golfer. So they can talk to him. They have access to him. And it, again, goes back to what you're saying about changes the language and changes the belief. Yeah. If he's here and he can do that, and he's telling me how know. to do it. Right. And that's what I try to do, you know, with Campbell a little bit, is just obviously show him golf and see if he likes it. And if he yeah. likes it, now I can show him, this is what I have seen. The best players in the world do. This is what golf is. If you want mm-hmm. to be good at golf, here's what it is, and it's up to you if you want to do that, right? It's like practicing yeah. piano. You want, you know, if you're going to play some of these, if you're going to play like Mozart and Beethoven, and you've got to work up to that. Yeah, that's what you can do, but it's up to you on how hard you want to work. So I've just tried to show him, and really show anybody. I like Matt's idea. Each one, teach one. I like how you know he has it set up structured. There's like a learning there's a there's a learning station he has set up for a swing concept and then he's got targets set up on the range and you can do that anywhere. I mean it's aesthetically a place like Troubadour looks a certain way, but you can do the concept. It doesn't have to be pretty to execute the same idea. Do you know what I mean? Oh
2: yeah. Yeah I think that's you know and you know touching back on, you know, kids coming out, you know, I know Kylie and them and I know Miranda helped last year with the with the kids camp and all that stuff. And, you know, I thought it was so cool. You know, I told my wife all the time, I said, we'd go out there and you'd see 20-some-odd yeah, some, uh, kids playing golf. And it never was like that. You know, no. it's, never, it's never been that way in Tedder County. I mean, and I think it's so awesome, man, you know, that we had that. I know we're going to do it again this year, you know, with all, hopefully with the COVID, you know, we can get back to doing that. We've already, you know, sent the paperwork for it. But, you know, seeing all those kids come out, and, uh, you know, just to hit balls, man, was, you know, cool. And there were so many people involved. I remember seeing, like, uh, Nancy Dix was down there helping one night. And, you know, yeah. we we try to get the boys out there as much as we could when we weren't playing. But that, to me, is so cool because that just shows that, you know, there is a little bit of an upbringing now and a little bit of, you know, I guess positive energy for more kids to come out and start playing golf. Um, and I know I've, had, I've already had two kids reach out to me about trying out this year. That never really played. I'm like, yeah, man. I want, of course, I want you to come try out, man. You know, it's yeah, it's like what you said about right? your dad, man. I don't, I want. If you want to play, come play, especially in golf, because we can. If you can't play on the A team or whatever, we can always find matches. There's always places to play. You know, you can always practice. So, you know, I think that's a, you know, I think all that's awesome.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love it. It just again showing people the game. Like here, here's what it is. And then I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have seen. Like when the camera is not on, I see what these guys, the best in the world are doing day in, day out, week in and week out. Yeah. So I've seen that. So I can tell you what that is. So that's unique, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can't log in to YouTube. I mean, you can get some Mm -hmm. concepts. But if that guy's mic'd up, then it's – you don't (laughs) – is is he being prompted? Like is he just like here? I mean, he's giving you some good ideas. But like what does that guy do? When he does, when he's just trying to get better, and he's and he's not on camera, if that makes sense,
2: yeah. right?
0: What's he doing then? Is he putting a stick down? Is he putting tees down on the putting green? Is he working on speed? Is he working on line? Is he working on putting stroke? Or does he think about none of that stuff? Right. TrackMan, not use TrackMan. What's he use TrackMan for? Right. Yeah. yeah. What Dustin Johnson does with TrackMan is unique to him, and fulfills a certain need, and that's different than what somebody like Brandon Todd does with TrackMan. Oh, yeah. Trackman can be very dangerous. Yeah. It can destroy, it's destroyed some people's careers. It'll give you all the numbers, and all the numbers are correct, but your interpretation of the data <laughs> you can right that yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Dustin sets it up and he's like, How far is this wedge carrying? And that's it. He has one number on his trackman. And it says that wedge. And he gets so good at it, he can hit a shot. And before the ball, before Trackman says, he's like, That went 81 yards. And Trackman will come up and say 81. That's crazy. That's using the tool to your advantage, you know. Yeah. Sharks. Yeah. That's crazy.
1: <laughs> Man, I, I know. Growing up, I played, and this is in comparisons to how it was at you know at Taylor County, uh, the constant growth you all made to where you're at now with the golf team. But you know, I played at Doss High School, and I didn't even play. And that's you know that's the south end of Louisville. Um, you don't even if you didn't know you didn't know they had a golf team. Right, and I only played my senior year because I didn't know they had a golf team. I'd go play with my buddies, you know, two, three times a week. We didn't find out there was a golf team until our senior year because nobody talked about it. And if you weren't the Trinity, the Mel, the St. X, you know, if you weren't those schools, I mean, you didn't know that people played golf in the city at all. So, you know, I remember that's all we did was play matches. We were in the same, I mean, we did the same stuff. We're all, my whole senior year, we play matches on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I think, at Sun Valley Country Club or Golf Club, whatever it is, Metro Parks. Um, and that was it. So, I can – like, I understand where you all came from to where you all are at now. It's it's crazy. Um, you know, but that just shows you, like, talented golfers go to certain schools in Louisville. Uh, I mean, Justin Thomas was, what, a, a JV guy until his senior year, right? Isn't know what it was?
0: Well, I don't know that. I don't know.
1: I think it's – I feel like somebody told me that he played JV – or he was on the, the second team. Um, that's right. how good the first team was. It was something like that. Um, but, yeah, so, like, I know – I know exactly what you all are saying whenever, you, you know, you kind of say the the language of we just wanted to make it somewhere. We, we didn't even know there was a regional tournament. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, it got brought up two weeks before, hey, guys, I, I put you on the regional tournament. And we were just like – then we – we're about to play eighteen holes, and we we usually play nine. Play nine. <laughs> yeah, like dude, not prepared for this. So yeah, uh, hard to
0: prepare for something you doesn't know, you don't know exists, right?
1: Yeah. yeah so that that was a day. Like that just shows, uh, it's as as crazy as it is in a small area, small town as Campbellsville in Taylor County. You know where you all started to where you're at. It's <clears throat> you know there's there's certain schools in in big cities that are kind of they go with the same thing. Yeah. Because for sure. Just nobody in that area wants to – like our our basketball coach was the golf coach, and I see him every day. He knew I golfed. Never said a word. So, if that tells you anything.
0: Well, I think that that's one thing that uh, JB has been aware of longer than I have, and that's that everybody you see at the highest level is from – a uh, Campbellsville somewhere, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, like you just related to what we're saying, right? Like you're closer to Louisville, South Louisville, but same scenario, right? Like nobody knows the, the golf team, so it's like you just work backwards from where you. Where do you want to get? How good do you want to get, or whatever that is for you? And you start working backwards, and like you just said, also, it's hard to pre- prepare for something that you, you you didn't know the regional tournament existed. So how are you going to get ready for that? He put you in it, and you're you don't know what it is, and you learn that you're going to play 18 holes. You learn, you know, you learn a lot by being there. And then the next yeah. time if you wanted to do better at it, and that was a goal of yours, you would know what to do, right? You know yeah. what it'd be right. like. So yeah. that's, what's great about what Todd is doing with these kids. He can show them golf say, okay, this is what walking nine holes is like. It might not be for you. You thought yeah. you like, it's kind of like soccer. I think I've seen some kids come out. I helped with some, some youth league soccer, just very low level soccer, basic, and I don't know anything really about soccer, but I know running's involved. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> you know? I'm out already. <laughs>
0: right, but some of these kids didn't know that. You know? Right. Oh, I know, I know. Oh yeah, we're made. gonna stand and kick. No, we're not standing and kicking. We are running <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then kicking.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's <funny>. mostly running.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt.
0: So golf is what? mostly walking,
2: right? Right. right.
0: Mostly walking, but still, yeah, it
2: can be grueling for sure. Yeah,
0: yes,
2: yes. I remember, I remember, I remember taking your dad's Escalade. He got us in the Prestonburg Invitational. Oh, yeah. And I remember going up there. I guess it was my either my junior or senior year. And I think I wondered just after we got done, I think about I I know Drew and me, I know Hazel. We are about to die from walking because there's about a four mile trek from that one tee. To the back or whatever it is, and that day they weren't running carts,
0: <laughs>
2: and we had to walk that. And I was like, "God, this is the worst." I mean, it is, man. You just there's some tracks that are so hard to walk. Yeah. Like you know, we talk about we play at Wildwood. You know, I'm I'm sure you've probably seen it or whatever, but it's a grueling walk, man. Like it's you know, it's every course is so different. It's and I know that's got to wear and and mentally and physically on the players as well as the caddies when y'all go play you know certain courses. I'm sure.
0: Well, I mean. Uh, and there you go you just touched on a great uh definition of what that slope rating is when you look at a scorecard yep there's rating and everybody thinks they know rating that's fine so what slope well slope is that what do you think the slope is at chambers bay where (laughs) 40 has been caddying for probably 20 years and falls and breaks his wrist yeah i mean it is it's real yeah hiking difficulty right it's crazy yeah it's
2: crazy uh well i know we've kind of went over our time but I just you know I wanted to ask one more thing and then we can sure. close it out you know I just want to say um, or ask about you know you touched on Campbell but you know we talk about all the time about you know that's kind of the future you know we, we're looking forward and you know how much they love it you know there's a couple of kids that love it and play all the time with him and you know how cool is that for you you know I got two little ones now and all I talk about is I hope one day they can you know get a scholarship to play a sport you know I, I hope it's golf I don't care if it's something else, but, you know, how cool has that been for you just to get to go out and play with him every day and, you know, teach him what you know and all that good
0: stuff? It's been so cool, and I think that that's kind of the, uh, the hidden blessing maybe in the COVID-19 pandemic where this yeah. uh, tour got shut down and I've been home now for 10 years. I had not been home at this time. This is the busy right. time. So I've been home and been able to take Campbell out to the golf course, and it's been really good. I've been able to show him the game. And he's at an age where um, we could talk about some of those things and talk about, he's keeping score. We've, you know, shown him that, Hey, you know, 80% of your shots are happening inside of really for him, probably 50 yards. So we played from the golds and we played from the reds. Right. And right. He shoots within five shots of the same thing. And I'm like, Oh, so distance isn't the intimidating factor. You think right. it- mentally you think that that's going to be harder but that's not it it's all happening up there within 30 steps of the hole so it's been awesome just to show him golf you know and showing some of the things when I started I mean I was just trying to figure out how to get the ball in the air myself yeah you know what it's like does this work does this work does this work and you're just trying different things maybe if I do this just trying to If I'm shooting 55, how am I going to shoot 50? How am I going to break 50? 49, right? Isn't that what? Then when you break 49, how am I going to get to 46 or 45? And along the way, and so I've tried to use this time. I played college golf and I've had those questions about golf swing and golf strategy. I didn't know what course management was. People told me, you know, work on your course management. All right. what, What is that? and so it's, so
2: it's so huge in golf man
0: yeah right. we so talked about right. it
2: before it's it's like to me i tell the boys all the time and i said you know if you're not getting the driver in the fairway you're not doing yourself any good at these tournaments we're playing in two and three and four inch roughs like just you can hit an iron hit a wood and you're still hitting the same shots you get all the time like it's so important to be in the fairway and just uh, have that but you can't play all the rough all the time especially in high school i mean you've been you've played it and seen it and course management is so big. To yeah. me,
0: I think learning exactly what course management is and then being able to share those concepts with him if he likes it and show him you know what the growth is like working backwards if you wanted to play on tour then just work backwards what's the first stage What's playing in a tournament and you, you don't have to go far try and just go to e town do you like that if you do then a bigger tournament what would be a bigger tournament and then if you like that ajga paves the way basically for where you play on the national level are you yeah. Here's the kids. here's your future competition. What do you need to get better at? Do you want to get better at it? If you don't want to put the time in that's okay. You can do something else with your time, but this is golf this is this is how you be the best so or be or work on being the best that you can be
2: yeah, yeah. so it's been
0: it's been awesome, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, I think you know what. I tell I tell. we talked about it here with Turner. You know, I think it's it's kind of like you said, it's been a blessing to be home, you know, during this COVID time because, you know, i get going to spend time with, you know, Brooke and the two kids now and, you know, I can, it has been, it's been so awesome. I can see you and Campbell out there, you know, I see y'all every day or every other day when I go out there and, you know, I'm just looking forward to that moment in life for me as well. So it's, yeah. to me, it's really cool to get to see it.
0: So. Well, we had a, you know, one of those things like you're talking about, I, we had a legitimate putting contest the other day on the practice screen. And I was just thinking, like, this is so awesome, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: And he's trying to beat me, and he's putting good enough now that I'm trying to beat him. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and he might beat You know, they might start going in. I'm like, how's, yeah. he, how's he rolling
2: this <laughs> rolls? That's what I want.
0: Like, I know the day is coming that he's going to beat me at, at games like that. And yeah. um, I've had, we've had a lot of fun doing yeah. it.
1: That's cool, man. That's cool. Man, that's all we, I got, Turner. Yeah, I was, gonna say, I was gonna say I didn't want to keep any longer. We definitely we have a really bad problem here with staying on time.
0: Uh, <laughs> no, so. it's good. I think when uh, when when you get in the flow, that's what happens, right? So it does. Oh. I
1: was say, I we could have probably went on for another half hour and wouldn't even noticed it. Uh yeah. this has been this has been a great episode. I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, I know Todd does too. He was he brought you up. Uh, he was like hey he, I'm gonna get him to come on I was like man I can't wait I was so excited <laughs> he was excited Um, you know because I was when I was younger you know um I think JB had just got on tour okay. when I was really you know just leaving high school I was really falling in love more with the game of golf and it was great to see a Kentucky guy play so I just I kind of followed his career uh, especially early on and so to have you here you had ties with him it's just great you know being able to get some stories and and kind of learning your your journey to where you're at now and what it was like. So, we really appreciate you coming on and, and giving us that. Oh, yeah. You know, that stuff.
0: Yeah. Thanks for having me. I appreciate that. So, it was nice. great talking with you guys. And uh, we have to uh, do it again in the future. We've got, so, you know, obviously you got a decade of golf stories, right? So, even yeah. <laughs> touch on yeah. some of those. But.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely do it again, man. We
1: appreciate you so much,
0: B, coming on, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Yes, sir.
1: Thank you very much. We want to thank everybody for listening um, and watching. And we've got a. You want me to go ahead and tell them, Todd who's coming on Wednesday, okay. tomorrow or yeah. Thursday? Yeah. So I got lucky. I was watching the Golf Channel last week, World's <laughs> uh, Longest Drive Competition, and I was like, "How cool to try to, to try to get one of these guys on." So I messaged Paul Hal, uh, who happens to be twelfth in the world, and lucked up. He messaged back, so he's going to join the show, which is really cool. <laughs> uh, because he's he's a little bit different than some of those guys. He actually competes in comp- in, in normal tournaments as well. He's in he, he plays in you know your normal eighteen holes, plays in tournaments, doesn't just go out there and swing as hard as he can um, to to earn some money. So I think that'd be kind of interesting. But he's going to come on tomorrow. Um, like I said, Brandon, we want to thank you again for coming on today. We appreciate it. Uh, would love to have you on. I I personally would like to have you on after one of y'all's tournaments y'all go to, just okay. to get some real in, yeah. insight of what that was like. Because you know it's a lot different hearing it from the first firsthand versus watching it on TV and just interpreting yeah. what we think it is. I think that'd be pretty cool. That's
0: cool. Yep. I agree. So, I agree.
1: Definitely. All right. Well, we just want to thank everybody for listening and watching um, episode 16, and we'll see y'all later.
0: All right. Thank
2: you guys. Thanks, buddy.